0: Welcome to the Amanda Rollard Show, where we work together to support abundant living in all areas of your life, body, mind, family, finances, and community. Come join us and get your salt back. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Amanda Rollert Show. Today's episode is called, It's Time to Rake the Carpet. Yep. You might be wondering, what is she talking about raking the carpet? Well, stick around. I can't wait to share. Welcome everybody again to the Amanda Rollert Show, where we talk a little salt. This is where we support abundant living today in all areas of our life. We're talking in our minds, our bodies, our families, our finances, and our communities. We want to restore the passion for our dreams and our best life yet So as I was pondering this week's episode, I had a thought that came to me and it was actually a memory of something that my older sister and I, since we were the two oldest of five girls in my family, the heavy burden of the weekly house cleaning rest on our shoulders. So, you know, we had a house that was kind of laid out where there was almost like front rooms, which included kind of the dining room, the living room, the game room and then the back rooms, which was the bedrooms and the bathrooms. And every week, my oldest sister and I would trade off jobs. So sometimes I would have the front rooms and sometimes I would have the back rooms, which was all the bedrooms and the bathrooms. Well, either way, every week, that was what our Saturday morning was about. So every Saturday morning, you know, we would want to sleep in a little bit, but I remember my mom always coming in and was like, girls, it's time to get up. We're, you know, cleaning house today. So whether we had the front rooms or the back rooms, you know, whether we were doing the dusting and the vacuuming or the stripping the sheets and washing, you know, scrubbing the toilets or whatever it was, whatever our job was, the very last thing we did was rake the carpet. Let me explain a little bit about what that was. We were young in the seventies and many of you may not know this, but shag carpet was a pretty big deal in the seventies. And, you know, we're talking gold shag or green shag or whatever. And we had both of those colors in our house. My parents bought a rake and it was like a big plastic rake and looks very much like the rakes that you might buy today at your big box store for your leaves in the yard. But it was plastic and we used it to rake the carpet. And what do I mean by that? The last thing that we ever did after vacuum and everything was we would each have our indoor rakes and we would rake every section, every room with the rakes. And as we raked the shag carpet, it would stand up so beautiful and so pretty and so tall. And it was like all these little piles, the carpet would stand on attention and be so ready, you know, for the feet traffic of the week ahead. And I just remember as almost as soon as we got it all raked and then somebody would come through the room, it would begin to trample it down. It would begin to lay it over. And the longer you tracked down a specific path, the more wear and tear on the carpet and the more it laid over that would be easy. You know, by the time the next week rolled around, you just kind of fluff it up with the rake again and, you know, you were good to go. But there was also those times when we decided to rearrange the furniture in our house. Like maybe we wanted to move the couch and the recliner or the table or the end table or whatever it was. And have you ever noticed that when you actually pick up an item as heavy as a couch or recliner, and it was sitting upon shag carpet. When you go to move it, the carpet underneath is so trampled down. It's so weighted down that we would actually have to take, you know, my mom would say, bring the rakes. And we would have to bring those rakes and focus attention on, you know, rake, rake, rake this way, that way, up, down, left, right, to try to get that shag carpet to respond. And stand up again because you wouldn't want a big old buried spot of shag carpet in your living room if you just moved the couch away from there or the big recliner or something, you know, a piece of heavy furniture. So you had to give extra hard work to rake the carpet once it had this heavy burden upon it. And so as I was thinking about those times of old that my sister and I did, I thought, how appropriate is that in our own lives today? It's really time that we all rake the carpet in our own lives. And what I mean by that is, you know, we may start the day or the week or the month or the year all afresh, all anew we're happy, we're positive. And then one thing happens followed by another thing, perhaps maybe another thing, maybe something didn't go our way. Maybe we didn't get that promotion. Maybe something fell through. Maybe somebody didn't go out with us, or maybe we didn't make it on this team, or maybe something fell short. And day after day, sometimes our carpet starts to just lay over. We're not full of, I call it our senses, ready to seek out that next opportunity, ready to be Ready when that next opportunity comes our way. So I got to thinking, you know, sometimes too, we have been carrying the weight of something about ourselves or our existence for so long that we become that heavy couch or that heavy recliner or end table that we have to really give focused, concerted effort in those areas to make a paradigm shift, to change a mindset to have us really understand the story behind why we feel so deflated in a certain area. And so I thought it might be a perfect and appropriate time for us all to rake the carpet. So, how do we figuratively rake the carpet in our own minds, in our own bodies, in our own lives today in 2022? Well, I think there's three things that we can really focus on every day so that we have raked the carpet and we're ready we're waiting, we're anticipating, and we'll be ready to see that next great thing that comes our way. So what are some things we could do? Well, I think it's very important to begin your day with positivity. One way that you can do that is writing and reading your affirmation statements every day, maybe several times a day. Reminding yourself of who you are. And we've talked about affirmations on the Amanda Roller Show before. You know, these are statements that mean something to you. I am talented. I'm a child of the Most High God. I'm a victor. I'm a leader. I am strong. I am well-abled. I'm a lender, not a borrower. Whatever those affirmations are to you, I'm a wonderful wife. I'm a wonderful mother. I'm a great teacher. People are attracted to me. People want to work with me. Whatever those affirmations are for you, that's a fantastic way to start the day, making sure your carpet is raked. Another way you could do that, same idea, you could do it through journaling. You know, some people call it a gratitude journal. You can start the day doing that as well. So that's the first thing that you can do. Start your day positive with affirmations and gratitude. The second thing that you can do is as you move about your day, don't allow those negative feelings or observations about yourself to take root. Don't allow anything negative about you to sink into your subconscious. This is the part that frequently happens to all of us as we try to make a shift, as we have a paradigm and we need to make a move. Remember guys first we have to have a shift in our mind before we see it in our physical world remember in some of our episodes in the past we talked about stickman and how the second that we dwell or believe a negative thought about ourselves it sinks into our subconscious instantaneously in our subconscious we allow it to take root and then it directly or indirectly causes A series of actions, which cause results, which cause more feelings about those actions and results, which causes more results of the same. And that cycle continues over and over again, either positive or negative. For example, let me give you an example. I'll give you a couple. If you believe that you're broke because you have so much debt, you're focusing on the word broke and debt. And you're going to attract more debt or more brokenness. Another example, let's just say you're in sales. And let's just say you're having a really hard time closing the final sale. You can get all the way up to the end and you just can't bring it across the finish line. So you begin focusing and getting anxiety over the lack of the ability to close the deal. Maybe it's because you can't quite overcome all the objections. Maybe it's something else going on, but whatever it is, you're attracting those clients or potential clients that you have difficulty closing and it becomes a struggle all the time. Now, on the other hand, if you focus on abundance, your talents, your affirmations, being blessed in pinging off any of those negative ideas, and instead speaking abundance and affirmations, it acts in exactly the opposite way because that energy is vibrating at a higher energy and you attract more of that in your life. It's actually a law of the universe. It's called the law of attraction. You can Google it. You can read for yourself how the law of attraction might be working, whether consciously or subconsciously in your own life. So that's the second thing that we can do. And finally, the third thing that we can do is actually celebrate, celebrate those micro steps of success. We've talked a lot in the past about setting micro goals. Those are little bitty goals. We call them goals that you can achieve or set in a two-week window, a two-week time frame, And you make a commitment to do the work, to actually achieve the goal. It can be any goal. It can be in any one of our five salt areas. So it can be something, you know, a little micro goal regarding what we want to do to advance our mind, our bodies, our families, our finances, or our work in the community. An example might be, maybe you've been putting off reading a certain book you've wanted to read or listening to a podcast or listening to a class to advance your mind and build your capacity. That's something that you could certainly set as a micro goal and celebrate it once you achieve it. Or you might decide that a micro goal for your body, maybe you want to concentrate on drinking more water. I know this is one that I'm doing right now. I am trying to get 80 to 90 ounces of water in a day. And I didn't realize the challenge that was. So I'm taking baby steps and I'm celebrating successes along the way. So maybe it's something like that. Or maybe you've just wanted to have a date night or a game night or a movie night with the family. Those are micro goals that you can set and that they're achievable today. And then you celebrate those outcomes. When you celebrate, again, you're functioning on a higher vibration and you're actually acting like the person that you're wishing and wanting to become. And so you become it. So all of these things matter every single day when we, if we'd say it's time to rake the carpet, it's just a check to self. I need to be starting my day with positive affirmations. I need to be journaling my gratitudes. The second thing is don't allow negative thoughts to seep into the subconscious. Let them ping off, recognize them as they're coming in and say, nope, that's not my reality. I am this. And then third, celebrate your successes for your micro goals. With every step we take to make positive affirmations, ping negative thoughts off, replace those with positivity, function on a higher vibration, whatever it is, with every one of these actions, we are raking the carpet. We are making our senses heightened. We're standing them up, just like my sister and I did when we raked that shag carpet all those years ago. And we're ready then to attract the good and positive and the success that we desire. Every time we replace a negative thought with a positive one, we're raking the carpet. Don't allow your futures to be trampled. Don't allow the weight of the figurative couch to trample your dreams, your success, your futures to a point that it takes so much work to try to get your carpet to stand up again. And you know what? Even if that has happened to you, even if you find yourself just buried flat, Because life happened. That is not your final destination. It may take more inner work than the next person, but the challenge is there and the ability is there. Don't allow your futures to be trampled. Fight for your future. Fight to dream and believe, guys, in what is possible for your best life now. A life filled with salt. A life filled with passion. And there is a quote I would like to leave us all with today. It's always remember, your present situation is not your final destination. The best is yet to come. I just would like to thank everybody for joining me this week for our episode of Let's Rake the Carpet, because I think we can all call ourselves to a little higher vibration, a challenge to begin every day with positivity, affirm and be grateful, ping off those negative thoughts and celebrate those micro goals that will eventually turn into macro goals. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining me on this week's episode of the Amanda Rollert Show. I appreciate your time. I wish you the very, very best this week. And make sure you join us again for another episode. Tag us on Instagram. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Amanda Rollard Show, a podcast to get your salt back. Share this episode with a friend and tag us on Instagram. See you next time.